Hello, creative people. Welcome to Creative Conversations. My name is Hollis Citron, and we are so happy that you have chosen to spend your time with us. I am owner and founder of I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, and I am on a mission to expand the definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush and to empower people, especially adults, to own their voices and talents that come in so many different forms. This space was created to talk to people with all different kinds of jobs, hobbies, and interests, and to have conversations about experiences and perspectives all centered around three questions. How do you define creativity? How do you incorporate it into your life? And why do you think it's important? Then we have a free-flowing conversation and we see where it goes. So I have had the opportunity to speak to so many. I've spoken to musicians, comedians, doctor, lawyer, wrestlers, Reiki masters, and entrepreneurs as young as 13. And these conversations explore the reality that creativity is not cute, it is necessary. People have defined creativity as that magic spark, how we show up in our life, imagination, basically all that we are and want to be, do, or have. So I believe from my heart that sharing these stories gives one the ability to expand their thinking, open themselves up for more self-expression, to feel more empowered, connected, and dare I say, happy. So my inspiring guest for today is Fallon Morningstar. She graduated with a business degree concentrating in international management with minors in both geography, geography, earth science, and Spanish. After going through a health crisis at age 26 with hormone, gut dysfunction, and unconscious trauma, she made major lifestyle shifts and continues to do so today. In 2021, she became a certified functional diagnostic, diagnostic nutrition I'm sorry, nutrition practitioner. My God, I'm tongue-tied today. Whew, so much good stuff. That is just a little bit. Fallon, welcome to the space. Can you hear me? I can. Yay. <laughs> like, where did she go? <laughs> I was trying to log in with my computer. You can't. I don't think that works. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. It's only a phone or an iPad. Yeah, cool. So I was like, okay, I'm glad I'm charging my phone right now because for some reason it just uh, loses its charge super quickly. Well, I am glad you are here. So welcome, welcome. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So I read the tiniest bit about you and I know we have so much to talk about, but before we dive in, is there anything else that you would like to add besides what I said to tell people a little bit more about who you are? Um, hmm. I would say, you know, I'm, I'm always uh, the type of person to continue growing. I'm, I'm working on finding some balance in my life and um, just exploring different things. And I think if I could even just share one piece of advice right from the start of our conversation, sure, please. It's, it's, you know, don't be um, fearful to step outside of the box. And literally saying that, that's saying it to myself too, (laughs) because, Mm -hmm. you know, I think just from our conditioning and experiences, it certainly molds us. So if I could just 
say, you know, continue to try things. Continue to, to step outside and see what works for you and what makes you happy. Well, this is a beautiful basis for the conversation because I'm just going to say straight up, I was thinking about this before we jumped on. I just wanted to say like, you are, well, you're incredible, but you're incredible because of this whole thing of not being fearful of stepping out of the box since you just made a huge life transition. And uh, it takes bravery and because you're following your gut and you're following your passions. So I just wanted to say that right off the bat, you know, that means it's a one, lot. <laughs> it's you. wonderful. It's wonderful. So you are a warrior. You are, you have your Wonder Woman bracelets on. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, literally, side note, like this morning I was listening to this song called Here I Stand by Karen Drucker. And literally I just started to break out into tears because it was talking about um, just having the courage to, to stand and, um, yeah, and being that warrior. So thanks for bringing that term up for me to remember that. Well, yeah, and it, it it's it is the beauty in those moments where we get caught in the emotion because something resonates, and because so many times we're so busy and these moments just kind of pass. But when we're actually in it, it it brings tears to our eyes or a feeling, the flutter in the stomach, or just that feeling of excitement or peace or whatever it is because you're really in it mm -hmm. and recognizing and acknowledging it yeah and yeah. I, I just had a vision of every time we watch it's a wonderful life <laughs> i always my i have seen been with my husband a long time and i've only seen him cry like two or three times in the 33 years we've been together like over something mm -hmm. but it's a wonderful life when ever it's the last five minutes I look over and field of dreams and he has that look where he's just tearing up and he's just <laughs> <laughs> because it's in the moment and you recognize how beautiful it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. So let's dive into the, would you rather, and then we will dive into the first official question. Okay. So Fallon, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm curious. And of course there's creativity in this answer. I will just kind of say that and however you want to frame it. So okay. <laughs> would you rather have apple pie or chocolate pie? Oh, okay. Um, I would say chocolate. I was curious what you were going to say. Why? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a tough one because I'm, I could, I could go either way, but, um, I feel like chocolate is just something that is that like emotional connection where I've, I've, um, reached to it many times. <laughs> um, but also like an either one, I feel like apples or, or chocolate have amazing health benefits. I mean, dark chocolate, of course, but I just feel like chocolate is like more consistently in my life that makes me feel good mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah i was curious if you were going to come at it from a health perspective or an emotion now it's <laughs> yeah. perspective so it's both yeah <laughs> it is yeah and how beautiful would it be to have a chocolate apple pie oh mm. <laughs> that would be interesting 
<laughs> okay, so first official official question is how do you define creativity? Yeah, and I, I was thinking on these these questions before because I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many different ways that I could go, but I I do want to say like I think that we are all absolutely creative and I think even just this platform and what you're about, like bringing um, this concept to the world so we can expand that typical definition of creativity. It's just, it's really um, exciting, I will say. Thank and you. I think that we're creating all the time. We might not just know it um, because of our conditioning of like what we think of maybe creativity with the paintbrush or, you know, um, just art related things but you know how we get up in the morning the foods that we choose to pair together you know all of our, our thoughts like it it is in a way um us creating you know so mm -hmm. it, if that's using our imagination or like creating different scenarios or, or possibilities for our future or for what we can do right now it's like it's all creating. So I feel like creativity absolutely enhances our connection um, mm. to self, to others, to the world. Um, and, and creation is like an experiment, you know. Um, again, being okay to step outside of the box of, you know, what is not, what not, might not be like typical of um, our perception of typical, you know, like obviously our typical can be different, but, um, the creation could be like an experiment of how it pieces itself together. Mm. It's like putting like, I mean, if you're going to put it in like this artistic view, it can be like just putting like a bunch of splots or splashes or, you know, whatever on a, on a page and kind of like it's an, it's an experiment, <laughs> yeah. um, to see how it, makes us feel and how it it comes together. So I feel like, I know that's such a long-winded way of saying what the definition mm. of creativity is, but the, I wanna say it's, it's like exploration of self and speaking your truth, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah. Well, first, I just wanna reiterate that this this space, this platform is a conversation. So I'm glad that you went <laughs> a windy path as opposed to somebody just saying creativity is bold and then yeah. pause. And then I'm like, okay, Next <laughs> <question>. <laughs> let's, let's expand yeah. on that. So you kind of took this meandering way and you know, for using that term, I always say creativity goes beyond a pencil and a paintbrush, but you did paint a picture in my mind as you were kind of going. And it was interesting to hear your flow because you started with, you know, creativity isn't everything. It's how we get up. It's the food we pair together, imagination, creating different scenarios. And then you started to get a little bit more specific. It enhances connection. It's experimenting. It's outside of the box. You started to get a little more specific as you went along. Mm -hmm. And um, I keep hearing in my head, I mean, in the bio that I read, you know, you got a business degree and all this, but there's also a lot of science in your background. So can you kind of give 
I would love for you to share your journey in business, geography, Spanish, engineering, <laughs> um, insurance sales, like all of it <laughs> and yeah. how you got to this point. It's, it's, it's pretty beautiful. Well, thank you for that question. Um, I, to kind of give like a short timeline summary. So my business degree was actually chosen because I was two years undeclared and they're like, Val, you have to choose something. So I was like, <laughs> okay, let's go into business. And then, you know, I always had this, um, like good feeling of, of traveling. And so, you know, in, in middle school, I took Spanish and I was like, that'd be fantastic to like have a concentration of international management with my business degree. So it'd be like, oh, I could be a traveler. <laughs> and mm -hmm. you know, like the Spanish minor flowed with that. And then literally I took a course that was a gen ed course that um, was the conservation of natural resources. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I really enjoy this information and I wanna learn more about the environment. So I added a geography or a science minor to just learn more, had no idea what I was gonna do with it, but then that led to having an internship for that minor, which led me into the government work, which led me into the engineering department at that government job. And that led me into, I wanna explore more about the environment, um, what can we do? So that led to choosing to, um, get a master's degree in environmental engineering. And then from, I, I will say in, in the background, I feel like it was me still trying to expand, but yet there was a fear or a conditioning for, um, you know, like I, I need to have the health benefits and the retirement plan um, mm -hmm. because of, you know, the government job and then feeling like that sense of security, like, you know, I, I know my family's going to agree with this and I, I will feel like more love from them by going this mm -hmm. direction, but I'm still interested in learning about the environment. So is this a win-win? So um, going down that path, the government job was really, really, to put it, um, this might seem exaggerated, it was really like killing me. You know, mm -hmm. and with the stress of all of these things I was doing with the, the grad degree, working full time. And then on, on the side, but still a large component was my physical health. Mm -hmm. I had just gotten over a breakup. So my emotional body was very much hurt, undeveloped. And that was like, okay, well, let's build my physical body up. And no awareness around that whatsoever, what I was doing. But, you know, three, four years down the road of all of those things consistently every single day mushed together, that's how my health um, really failed at 26. Mm. So shifting gears, I, that's how I got into the functional health side of things. Um, mm -hmm. Hopefully I didn't lose anybody, but. <laughs> I, no, this is, it's, yeah. I just want to, we're going to stop there for a minute. Um, mm -hmm. But I just want to reiterate I, as you were saying, one thing led to another. So mm -hmm. you start off with something, you want the business degree, because that's, you know, I had to pick something. And then you found something where you were like, I like traveling. I like Spanish. 
But then you got into this and then you found something else, which then led to something else, which then led to something else. I just want to point out that that's so often how things happen. It's not knowing the how. Right. It's just knowing that one thing leads to another. And then you make the pivots when you see what's working, what's not working. Yes. And I think the the actual pivot piece is the Mm -hmm. most fearful piece because it's like, I know I have to pivot, but like, this is what I'm familiar with. Yeah. Even though it's causing me so much chaos and stress. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's those paradigms that we get stuck in and they feel like shit, but they're comfortable Mm -hmm. because we've always felt it. So why would we feel we're not used to feeling something different, even though we want to feel something different. It's that, it's that whole chasing your tail kind of thing. Yeah. And stepping out of the, the pattern or the trauma that you're just so acquainted with. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so continue with functional medicine. Yes, yeah, so I, I got a certification um, and it's with functional diagnostic nutrition, which you had shared in my bio. And so that um, allows me to, because I think in the background of this whole thing, really enjoyed physical fitness. And I'm like, I would love to make this into some sort of career, but I just have no idea how to do that. Um, So this certification was very interested in learning more about health as far as, um, you know, not the the typical response from from a family practitioner, but like, how do we get actually heal and get to the root cause and not put a bandaid on it? Like that was interesting to me, because then I, I gain this awareness of like all of my family or friends and like trying to piece together like certain um, health challenges that they were going through. So anyway, um, Mm -hmm. and I I felt like this like deep passion to like, I gotta help. (laughs) I gotta like help this, like bring the truth out of so many people um, like putting trust in their, their, practitioners and and their doctors and they're not getting better I was like something is not clicking here so Mm -hmm. I was like I really want to you know uncover the truth so um there's certainly a lot to uncover but anyway I shifted from the government job into insurance and that seems like such an odd shift but (laughs) it actually flowed pretty nicely because um the owner of the health insurance company was actually a very good friend of the gym um Uh, location that I go to Mm -hmm. so that was nice because the the leadership in that insurance company was much more supportive stable um, and so I just needed to leave the government uh, and Mm -hmm. and go into that with the Mm -hmm. caveat that I was like this is not going to be forever this is a wonderful chance for me to explore this other avenue um, get more experience working one-on-one with people. Um, and so that just ended at the end of May. Um, and kind of in the background of that, I, I, um, filed for an LLC with, um, creating my business. And then fantastically enough, I mean, last December, there was a job opportunity that came up with a company called trauma healing accelerated. And, it was just such divine timing because I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to apply here. Um, as I, I heard this woman speak, who's the, the um, owner of the company, and I just felt very 
connected with her. So I, I have been working with her for since the last Jan or this past January. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Good. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say, um, I feel like there's there's periods of time in our life where we feel like so ambitious and and rambunctious of, or maybe it's just <laughs> maybe part of it's just my personality. I don't know, but um, like when this job came up, I was like, oh, I can do that job, my insurance job, <laughs> my health coaching job, and I can pet sit on the side because right. one of my large goals that I set out this year was to pay the rest of my debt off from school. And so I was like, no problem. I can do it. <laughs> then a couple months in, I'm like, oh my goodness, I am so tired. Um, and so it, it brought me to the point of, I don't, I'm not going to go back to that health crisis that happened two years ago because of this pattern that comes up. So shifting gears, I, I had that awareness now that my original intent was to leave the insurance job at the end of the summer. However, I felt it was in my best interest, you know, physically and mentally, emotionally to leave prior to that and come up with a revised plan to to have that work out um, and, and be great. So that was, again, um, May 31st was my last day there. So I left go of really two jobs. Um, so in this transition period, I've I'm um, getting to know myself more, coming back to self, just being more centered. And it's been great. It's been challenging, but it's been great. Mm -hmm. Well, congratulations. And just like I said in the beginning, not to be too repetitive, but it's just stepping out of the box and trusting yourself and being willing to feel all your feels because being an entrepreneur and starting on the journey, there's a lot that goes along with it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of sharing. There's just so much of so many things mm -hmm. and you were willing to do it and not put it off. And this is what happens so often is people say they settle for the status quo. Um, and like you said, and I know that we had a, um, there was a gentleman listening, but speaking from a woman's point of view, we try and do everything. So yes. like you said, I can have this job and that job because my goal is, is that I'm going to pay this off. And yeah, what's the problem? I can have four jobs <laughs> and, you know, get food in the house and feed myself and, you know, connect with other people and do this and this. And then you're like, why the hell am I so tired? Mm -hmm. And I don't feel good. Well, duh, because you're so spread out and so emotionally drained. Right. And then the question comes up of where is the room or the space to feel creative? You know, it's just, you know, it's, it's kind of like, I'm just trying to get through the day and, and it's, I don't want to make it sound like I had such a terrible time these past couple months. It's actually yeah. been quite liberating, but it's, yeah, there was, I felt like there was no space or my nervous system cannot handle being creative and just having a calm mind to do that. Thank you. That's exactly, exactly like that is the button because when we're that frenetic <laughs> and we're that in this like dead zone, basically, because we're just numb and on automatic, then there is absolutely no space to 
to become, to be receptive, to be expressive in a way that's positive, to explore possibilities and problem solve in a way that feels exciting, not like you're making life or death decisions that are making you sick. That is providing more balance in your life. It's mm -hmm. there's absolutely no space for it. Yeah. Yeah. And the inflammation comes rolling in. <laughs> so this is what I wanted to ask you. So kind of going in that direction, when at the age of 26, you were having this gut dysfunction, hormones, all this kind of going on, were you more in the Western medicine and then had a discovery with Eastern? Yeah. So, um, you know, the typical diet um, of like Pop-Tarts, M&Ms, you know, packaged things all throughout my entire life. And then it was like, I wasn't eating much protein. Um, you know, I didn't really enjoy that. It was like just processed things that, you know, continues to roll into the snowball until it actually just tips over with all the alcohol in college with, you know, the sleepless nights of studying and um, that all mm -hmm. plays into having this um, health crash. And then as well as, you know, being on an oral contraceptive for 10 years, that certainly played into it as well and being mm -hmm. mineral deficient. And so with all of that conjumbled up, I was having um, just bloating. I, I, it was just all the time, very consistent insomnia. I really wasn't sleeping. Um, it was inside all the time, so really not out in the natural um, lights. It was just artificial lights. Um, I had thought I was really eating well. Um, I was taking these supplements. Um, but when I say taking supplements, I am an advocate of supplementing. But it was supplements like pre-workout, you know, processed, um, flavored whey protein. So... It, it was a different, um, way different than what I do now. And um, anyway, I had read that, you know, being on the birth control pill, there was a lot of repercussions to that. And it just didn't make sense for my lifestyle at that point. So I decided to hop off of that. And then more symptoms came up as, as for example, um, this strange... Uh, body odor, hair was falling out. And I'm not mm. talking like, you know, I can just pull a clump of hair out, but it was more, it was noticeable. And I went to my gynecologist. I shared the information with her that I had stopped taking the pill. And it was like very, it was not supportive. It was mm -hmm. the question, like, what would you want to be on next? And I just was like, I don't, there's no reason for me to be on anything. And I would love for my body to kind of catch up because I was 16 years old to 26 that I was taking this every single day. Mm -hmm. And I went to my family doctor and literally I have no education about functional health at all. I just said, I think something's wrong with my hormones. This um, doctor was not helpful. He just said, well, you look okay. You look, you look fine. <laughs> um, if you want to get your hormones tested, it's probably going to be like, one at a time. It wasn't like a full panel that I could do. It was, you know, one at a time. It might be $100 per hormone test and blah, blah, blah. So I was just like, no, that doesn't feel right. And then I had a mutual friend who kind of showed me another 
way to look with functional testing. And so I actually went down um, that rabbit hole and I was really enjoying what I was learning, which led me into that certification. Mm. Wow. <laughs> you just said a doctor looks at you and says, well, you look okay. Right. I mean, like compared to the other people in, the, in this population, like, okay, thanks, but I don't feel good. <laughs> but this is what taps into, I want to, we're going to go into the other questions and that kind of thing, but I want to tap into why I call this, what I call this, this podcast, curing fatigue and reconnecting to your emotion. I'd like to hear more of an explanation on what your thoughts on that, but I just wanted to also say that in what you just said, that when that doctor made that comment, you said, it doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. You just knew it didn't feel right yeah. without, without a degree, without, because you were intuitive and you're in touch because you're, we are ourselves. And when we're actually paying attention, we know when something's right and when something's not right. Right. I, I love that you brought that up and I have a, a really good friend that, says, you know, you're your best health detective. And that is the truth. You know, we're all on this individual journey, but in, in my opinion, like we're all here to help each other. And so like, if I can have an insight that could help you and, and vice versa, I mean, that helps us as an individual be our own health detective and put these pieces together. And I think um, like when we get into the other questions, I like how, how to incorporate that into your life, like putting these pieces together on your own to see how you as an individual, how it makes you feel and, and what works for you. Mm -hmm. So addressing this topic, so curing fatigue and reconnecting to your emotions, what do you see the connection in there? Yeah, love that um, question. So the curing fatigue, say if We'll just take the health insurance as an example. Curing fatigue. So working these couple jobs in the health insurance field, going into an office that's a box with artificial lights, helping people get a prescription drug plan for, you know, something that if they shifted gears, they could maybe not be on that prescription. So it's kind of like not putting a bandaid on things and kind of just like going with the, the yeah. standard of like, um, you know, like here's your prescription plan. Although like, I know that you can get your life together and like just walk and like maybe eat some organic food that could really be helpful. But it's like, you can't in that position, you can only give suggestions and then they could take that and, and run with it. But I think my fatigue came in from, not feeling like I'm supporting the truth. I'm like putting a band-aid on it for them to be like, it's certainly okay to continue this prescription. And here's your, here's your plan that'll cover you for that much. Um, so mm. it's not like being, being on the other side of like finding a solution and finding the truth that, so you can not feel so inflamed and be in pain. Um, so I, I felt like that hurt me to, to not speak my truth. Mm -hmm. And so having that emotional distress or conflict with myself is so energy draining. It's not lifting me up. So although I'm not like doing something really physical to cause fatigue to my body, it's like that emotional fatigue that I'm not helping 
or speaking my truth that could potentially help somebody else. Yeah. That's just yeah. like one, one like example, but like as, as um making these decisions and, and going down my path, it's kind of like, okay, well, asking myself the, the curious question, like, am I connected with my emotion of, of joy or, or what fulfills me? Am I actually connected with that? And if I'm not, that's causing more energy drain, which <laughs> enhances that fatigue. It's, it's been coming up so much lately, but it's, when you say that, it's like, of course, like, it's kind of a no brainer. Right. We're stressed out. We're angry. We're sad. It's going to make us feel tired. It's going to make us want to sit on the couch and watch Netflix. It's going to make us want to disconnect from the outside. Maybe we'll drink. Maybe we'll do whatever. We're, maybe we'll just, whatever it is, you don't feel good. Mm-hmm. But when you're excited, when you're hopeful, when you're feeling joy, you have energy. <laughs> Yes. You're willing, like, so it's this basic concept that is a simple concept, but not easy. Yeah. Like, for example, I stayed up. Typically, I love to go wind down at around eight and then go to bed nine ish. I didn't go to bed last night. And this is, again, just one example until like 1030 or like closer to 11. But I ended the day with such joy and Mm. calmness, one for this conversation but also from just going back through that day, looking at the conversations I had, the connections, um, again, the calmness, the ability to do my thing, not necessarily be on anyone else's time, but and then go to the gym. So it was, just, it was a long day, but it was one of those that were so fulfilling, it didn't even matter or like enhance any fatigue today. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Oh, yeah. 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 Because it's, you're doing these things that are lighting you up. And even though not every point of it is, you know, perfect, it could make you feel a way like, oh, maybe there's worthiness or, oh, I could have done that better. But the excitement and the joy and the exploration and expression overrides it all. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's funny when you said 1030. I was up until like quarter to one. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I got this idea to do something and um, a book cover that I'm working on. So I did that. And then, of course, because I love to watch, um, I, I just love to watch things or listen to music while I'm doing things. So I turned on a documentary of Pink and her tour. And oh, nice. <laughs> And I think there's, I don't know if you would call it OCD, but whatever you want to call it, I have to watch something until the end. I can't, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. if I've seen it a gazillion times, I'm like, I need to watch it till the end. I have gotten better. There are points I will admit, maybe there's an AA group where I'm like, hi, I'm Hollis and I am addicted to watching something until the end, but I can turn it off at certain points. But anyway, my point of bringing this up is it was so, like you said, it made me think it was so high vibe because in watching her bring such goodness and her perspective, it left me on a good note to go to sleep mm-hmm. that it just felt good. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I wanted to watch this till the end. Cause I was, I said, it's, it's uplifting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you <laughs> know, um, one thing that I did notice was that when my, um, 
capacity was very stretched with those couple jobs. My, um, I watched more movies and I think that was my mm. pattern of cutting off, not thinking about just like numbing. Same thing with like food choices, like that, that chocolate craving set in to just turn off numb. I cannot handle anymore. And now that I'm, um, have left go of some things kind of surrendered to it and just, you know, said goodbye, that is having such a, a great shift. Like I'm having an awareness around now I can more freely choose to do that or not. I don't feel like I have to do that. Mm. Surrender more freely choose. Oh my gosh. Love it. Okay. So I want to make sure that we touch on kind of the science and the nutritional aspects of the iron, magnesium, copper, all of that. Um, I want to make sure we incorporate that into the conversation because I think it's really important. So as we, let me propose the second question and then we'll see however it goes, it goes. Mm -hmm. So the question is, how do you incorporate more creativity into your old life? Yeah, I could go down a lot of um, rabbit holes here, but I feel like if I want to bring in health into that conversation, like physical health mainly, um, you know, incorporating specific minerals and, and having that experiment with your body and yourself can be um, or is something I've been incorporating. For example, I've been following this protocol called the root cause protocol, but I've also been meshing it with this other protocol called the CLF protocol. And it's in, so, and I'm also like noticing how I'm feeling, how much um, energy I have. I'm incorporating um, this piece of equipment called the vibration plate. It's just literally a vibration plate, but like, and the reason that I'm saying this and like the supplements that I'm taking, it's like, okay, well, how can I create this balance for me? Like I'm, I'm putting these different pieces together, being creative in this experiment with myself. Mm. And how is that making me feeling um, as I'm getting more balance in my body as far as my emotional side and my physical side? How is that transforming my life and my awareness and like my ability to just be here be present and not searching for the next thing because I typically I will you know hit a goal and then I'll be on to the next thing it's kind of like you know I'm not here yeah so like having more balance in your body mentally emotionally physically it it makes you it can it could have you um give you a better chance to be here and right here is literally all we have but it's just this moment right here and I feel like society or just our conditioning, we're, we're not taught to be here because it does cause pain. If you're here and you're in silence, like, oh my goodness, you know, like all of these fears could come up or this, or this pain or this, you know, wow, my stomach is feeling re really tight right now. What's that from? So you actually have to kind of get to know yourself. Yeah. As uncomfortable as that can be, you have to own, you have to get to know your body. You have to get to know how you feel. Yes. So, um, 
to go into iron for just a minute. So my iron is a metal, of course, and we get it a lot. When I say that, it's like there's iron fortification in some of our foods, like our cereals. Um, there's um, like acid rain happening. Iron is really everywhere. If you drink well water, you could potentially have iron in the water you're drinking. So we're getting a lot of iron um, in our system, but from a lot of other minerals that are not balanced. Um, basically, our recycling system of iron can be disgruntled or, or conjumbled. Like it's not working correctly because iron, absolutely, we need it. But, um, you know, you might hear um, a, a mom or soon to be mom, she's pregnant. And maybe the doctor suggests you should take some iron pills. And maybe they looked at one iron marker on a blood test and it looks low. So having taken iron pills with this, all of this additional iron that we're getting already mm. from the environment causes a, a lot more chaos in the down run. Because my grandmother, this happened to my grandmother, she, I believe I, when she was pregnant with my mom, she was getting iron shots. And mm. so as part of my, um, I took like this genetic test and it showed that I had one snip for hemochromatosis, meaning that my body can absorb too much iron naturally. And so like, as we're, as I'm piecing together some of my history and why this could cause more fatigue and more fear because my iron recycling system is not properly working. So like, it, this is like pretty complex and I'm still learning a, a lot about it, but I, I just want to point out that due to mineral imbalances that could be enhancing our emotional and physical um, fatigue and susceptibility to stay in a specific pattern because our cognitive functioning isn't at that optimal level. We have iron maybe stored in our tissue, which is causing this, we'll just call it rust, for example. It's causing that mm. oxidative stress to occur. And if that's occurring, then of course we have more fatigue. <laughs> this is why I wanted to talk about this. I wanted you to bring <laughs> this up because it's so, what I love about your background is the science aspect. There's the business, there's the science, which is what you're talking about in minerals and oxidation and rust and, and then applying it within a functional health space. It just makes so much sense. Yeah. And like, literally I'm not like, I don't even consider myself to know that much, but just to piece that together, I'm just like, Oh my goodness. Like there's a whole other world out there where it feels like hardly anybody has a clue of what what's going on. So I just feel like there's just so much excitement and passion around continuing down this journey and exploring these types of things. And that's why, you know, part of how I incorporate this creativity into my life is from that environmental engineering degree, because part of that degree, I'm doing a research paper on these very things that we're talking about with the iron, the magnesium, the 
um, the copper and how in the environment, how that's impacting our health. And mm. it's because I, I don't want to be an engineer. I, I will say that. <laughs> um, but the, the creativity or the, the shift was like, okay, well, how can I actually incorporate this environmental engineering degree with health? Because I really am passionate and want to move in that direction. So that's how that research paper topic came up. And then I would love to just shift that afterwards, after the research is really created and done, shift that into a personal book and bring in my history with it and how with certain testing that I'm doing and the protocols that I'm doing, how that's shifting my life. And so that could really be an amazing piece for somebody in the future to, to just be like a catalyst for their health too. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what you're doing for your people. That's what your passion is. And again, for people to hear that this is, this is, this is where the joy comes from is when you're able to take these aspects and realize what lights you up, what gets you excited, why you're here, what message you're delivering. Yeah. And it it's okay not to know. <laughs> and it is okay not to know, but we do. So often we say, we're not sure. We're not sure but our soul knows right because we spend so much time in our head instead of actually like you said being present in the moment <clears throat> and it doesn't mean that we have to be on a stage <clears throat> excuse me on a stage like don't get me wrong we don't have to be on a stage like leading a million people to the promised land like that doesn't have to be excuse me for one minute <clears throat> mm, sorry um but it could be helping share this one message with someone who then it changes their life mm -hmm. and impacts their life. And there's, there's part of your purpose. I, so I totally it's, agree. Yeah. It's being in that moment. And I have to mute myself for a minute. So you talk cause I have to cough. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, when I say like, it's okay not to know, um, for me personally, it's been challenging to know what my soul already knows because of that disconnect or that, you know what I mean? That disassociation from self for so long. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like we can't expect ourselves like, yeah, my soul knows, but like what, like, but we can't hear it yet. But from the ability to, um, really be with self and start connecting with self and opening up, feeling safe to open up to that creativity space. Yes. And that allows us to build that connection with self. So then we can actually hear louder what our soul is saying. Thank you for putting clarity on that because yes, I, I couldn't agree more. It's not just all of a sudden like, Oh yeah, I know. Right. It is. It's, and there's trial and error and there's it's, but that word connection is a really big word and feeling safe, safe is you're not going to open up to anything if you don't feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary to continue to have your heart open when it's been hurt before, but you know, then, you know, what is life after that? You know, we have to have our, keep our heart open and just really observe everything that we're feeling, we're doing, we're saying the connections that we have. Um, you know, sometimes I actually, 
like if I'm sitting here right now and I'm looking outside and I'm, it's like my mind is here, but then for a, sh a second, if I have a, um, if I take a step back and look at, okay, my awareness around this, like it might help somebody to literally picture themselves, um, whether that's as an animal or just a bird, for example, like if a bird is like flying overhead as, as, as an aerial image, they're observing the scene, they're observing you um, and how you're interacting and, and if you're present. Cause like, I feel like we can be so pulled into an emotion or a conversation and we forget about this like larger picture, like where we are, you know what I mean? So it's like yeah. step, taking a step back and just being the observer of your emotions, of your choices, of your patterns, of your trauma, of your fears, you know, just observing your system. Without so much judgment and harshness. Yeah, with, without being in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's the only place that you can really move forward from. Right. Because if from, you don't have an awareness, then it you can't move from it because you're not realizing maybe what you're doing. And okay. if you're caught up in that emotion of beating yourself up of, oh, God, why was I so stupid? Why do I keep doing that? Why did you like that choice? Like that was and then you get angry and then you get stuck. Yes. And I think um, part of what I'm really trying to incorporate more is the term or like the practice around gratitude and mm -hmm. literally feeling so grateful for where I am for the decisions that I made based out of fear, because you know, it all brought us, brought me or brought us to right here. And literally, if I wouldn't have made a certain decision back then, it would have been, I would have been a different here, you know, or like the <laughs> contraceptive that I used for 10 years, so, you know, that would have been a totally different outcome to here, but how can I use these decisions and these experiences now how has that enhanced my life now and just being grateful although like yeah it caused mineral deficiencies and and um, a poor metabolism so i can be so irritated by that but then i can also be so grateful of how my body digests and how my awareness has grown and so it's just like bringing in that gratitude practice of um you know, just feeling so grateful that your body is here right now after everything it's been through. Exactly. Exactly. It's, <clears throat> it is, it's, if we don't have those experiences, it's those contrasting experiences. We have to, these things happen that we're not so happy with, or we really don't like at all. But if they didn't happen, then we wouldn't know what we would want otherwise mm -hmm. or how we would feel otherwise. Yeah. So it's, um, it, it's part of life. It's part of the process. And like you said, the gratitude and me adding the word embracing it is, is the journey mm -hmm. yeah. on the outcome. So before we get to the last question, I have been asking people and I'm curious, uh, if you have a morning routine. Ah, yes. I would say, I really enjoy a morning routine because it just helps me 
get set up for a better day. My, and it, it's kind of, I've been experimenting with it as I have transitioned out of this job because I don't have to like so quickly get up and get a shower and go to work. Um, mm -hmm. So really it's after I, okay, this might sound funny. When I wake up, I'm literally talking to myself and saying like, good morning and like giving myself a hug and um, just like creating that, um, that connection or literally I will say it in a childlike voice and, and just be like, you know, it's another day to um, continue to expand. It's just like there's opportunity there. So I'll, I'll get up and wash my mouth out with water, get any bacteria in, in my mouth out before I'm actually drinking and like swallowing just, you know, the natural bacteria that we accumulate overnight. Mm -hmm. And then I will um, take a spoonful of coconut oil and actually oil pool in my mouth for 10 minutes, just literally swishing around coconut oil. It'll melt. So it's, it's Ooh. again, pulling out um, any unwanted bacteria in your mouth. And um, I'll get dressed and then go outside for a nice walk. And then typically I will hop on the phone and I've been trying to bring that, bring awareness to it of, I don't, I don't need to do that. You know, it's okay. Or like, mm. because I'll, I'll look at my calendar, be like, okay, well, what do we have coming up? Um, so after the walk, I will make my breakfast. I'll make coffee, get a shower. And while I'm doing that, I'm, I'm usually playing music or I'll put on a podcast or, um, you know, it could be instrumental music. It could be Karen Drucker. Um, she, her words, it's just, they're put together so elegantly. It makes me feel good. Like there's, you know, I am grateful song. There's, you know, let go of the shore, you know, there, there's nice, um, language to that. Or I'll, I'll put on some sort of like, um, science podcast or, mm -hmm. um, you know, or a YouTube video with like, say Aaron Abke or, you know, Kyle Cease. And literally it's about like consciousness and, um, the ego and, and, and whatnot. So, um, it depends on how my nervous system feels. If I could just, you know, listen to calm isochronic tones, binaural beats, whatever, or if I want to expand and like kind of dive into any sort of like education. Um, and then after the shower, I will get to work typically. Yeah. Wow. See, thank you for sharing that. I love that lately it's been so much fun asking people this because there's such variety and some people are saying, I don't really have one. You know, it's, it's just, it changes every day or, uh, which is, which is great. Uh, but it's so, you said so much that I was like, wow, yeah, that's so <laughs> like, it's so interesting, but that spoonful, it, what stuck in my head was the coconut oil. <laughs> <laughs> I know it seems like an odd one. <laughs> For 10 minutes? That's a long time. Yeah. Well, I built, I did like maybe three and then five. So I kind of like built okay. up to that long. So like if I'm, and I'll do other things, like I'll get dressed and be walking and still have it in my mouth. Um, okay. So it's not like I need to stand there for 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I have noticed, um, I just feel like my mouth is cleaner. And I had braces when I was little and you know, for, we're taught to still wear the retainers at night so they don't go back. And yeah. so I, I feel like as I'm 
using this coconut oil, one, my teeth are whiter, and two, I don't feel like I have to use my retainer, like they're not moving. And I don't know if that's the removal of the bacteria, because like bacteria and plaque can wow. certainly like shift your teeth. I don't know, but it's, um, oral care is, um, this has the same intensity as like, you know, the, and, and is mind blowing to, to functional health because the, the bacteria in our mouth are so important. Yeah. Um, like I don't even go to a typical dentist anymore. I go to a more of a biological dentist. Like they don't have fluoride. They don't have metal fillings, none mm. of that garbage because, you know, even our teeth have meridians connected to our organs. So like mm. if you have metal filling, on a tooth, I mean, what organ is that connected to? Like, is it a breastbone? I mean, could that be in um, increasing your chances of, of breast cancer? You know what I mean? So, like, everything in our body has such an importance, and it's really fascinating of, of everything. Oh, my gosh. So glad I asked that question. Yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> so amazing. Okay, so third and final question, which kind of wraps it up and puts a nice little bow on it is, um, why do you think creativity is important? Yeah, I think really, this is probably going to be a simple one because it's important because it enhances your awareness of self. Mm. Yeah. It like it, again, that connection piece, it, it builds the connection to ourselves shedding any sort of conditioning that has been instilled in us you know that's that's why it's important to to build your connection with self and and I feel like you know creativity will come when you stop it will Hmm. come more freely when you just stop oh my gosh that is gold (laughs) creativity will come more freely when you just stop yeah i like that one (laughs) there's your quote i I figured there's so many quotes in here but there's your quote yeah i pick quotes from and i post them and yeah you're not in your head you're just you're present yeah yeah my gosh can you please let people know how they can connect with you yes um Feel free to email me at discover at fallonmorningstar.com. Find me on Instagram at fallonhuntermorningstar. Either of those avenues will be great. Wonderful. So before we say our goodbyes, is there anything else you feel like you need to share or get off your mind? I just want to say thank you for just being such a beautiful person to connect with and just the support, uh, you know, we've had two conversations and just like the amount of support and, and really lovely energy that I feel from you. It's, it's, it's super, super great. Um, so thank you for that. And thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. And you know, you, you connect with people and you meet people and you feel like you've known them forever. And I feel that with you and I just, I truly, truly am so excited for everything that is coming your way, everything that you've done and everything is coming your way. And you have so much to offer people and ladies and gentlemen connect with Fallon because, um, yeah, you will be inspired. So thank you for taking the time to hang out and chat Fallon. Thank you so much. Take care. Yeah.
Yeah. So everybody, thank you so much for being here. Those joining us live, those catching the replay. It's all about inspiration, connecting and sharing stories. I believe we've always needed this, but we need it now more than ever. So mm -hmm. please like, follow, share all of that good stuff. So we can just lift each other up and um, feel the goodness that comes from it. So wherever you are listening in the world, I wish you a good morning, a good afternoon, and a good evening, and we'll chat again soon. So goodbye, everybody. Feeling inspired? Let's just get rid of this, throw away this whole perfectionism thing, this whole concept that we have to know how to do everything. You know what? You don't. <laughs> Let's just do things and try things and realize what we like and what we don't like. It's all part of the process. The self-awareness feels so good. You feel more connection to yourself, connection to others, and huh? be a happier, more joyful person. Just imagine that. So you are where you are in the process. So you can dip your toe in the water to try new things at a slower pace, or you can dive right in. Here at I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, we meet you where you are. So there are so many ways to check us out. Explore our experiential kits. They have everything in them that you need to try new things. You don't have to buy anything else but this kit and just explore. There's Creative Shui, which is seven elements to join happiness. Through the Publishing House, Express Yourself Publishing, multi-author books, coffee books, solo book opportunities. It is all about expression, all about it. And it's again, just trying these things and realizing what you're good at. Don't all of a sudden think that you only fit into one box because we don't, we are not made for boxes. <laughs> there is also my TV show, I Am Creative. Check it out. The links are all in the body of this podcast. You can just click the link and you know what? Don't say, oh, maybe I'll check it out tomorrow. Life's too short. Just click it, see what it's about. There is honestly no judgment. It's all about exploring the possibilities, expressing yourself, and expanding your thinking. I will give you the website, which is IamCreativePhilly.com. So IamCreativePhilly, P-H-I-L-L-Y.com. And just remember that you are an expressive being, so own it. I am looking forward to hearing your story, because we all have one. <laughs>